it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, we are one week away from the Royal Rumble, from the Dome in St. Louis. And boy, did we have a f- fantastic episode of SmackDown tonight. And we will get right into things. So this is your SmackDown study for January 21st, 2022. And I love Royal Rumble season. The... Twists and turns and surprises and stories that start to be told on our road to WrestleMania. It's just a really, really good time of the year. It's probably nine times out of ten some of WWE's best work that they put out. So, kicking off things tonight, it was the bloodline. The Usos, the ones in the ring celebrating the longest reigning universal champion of all time, Roman Reigns. So Roman makes his way out, does his acknowledge me, and we're in Nashville tonight. And I'm telling you, this crowd was hot all night. It was great. There was maybe one segment where they were kind of like, eh, but that redeemed itself halfway through. But seriously, This is probably one of the hottest crowds that I've seen for a WWE show in quite some time. And hopefully this just continues that trend. But who knows? So Uso's in the ring dedicating uh, everything to Roman and put this nice video package for him showing his title reign as of now. And pretty damn good. Not going to lie. But of course... Right after the segment's over, Roman was ready to start talking about it. And then Seth Rollins' music hits. And this was a really fun segment. So Seth comes out and issues a challenge to the Usos and to Roman. Basically, he he talked about how the Usos tried tried to attack him last week, but he was too smart for them. But Roman sent them to Raw to attack Seth while he was in, you know, trying to have his match with Lashley. And uh, Seth's like, we need to do something about this. So he says, what happens? No, I'll find myself a friend 
and we'll challenge the Usos. And if we win tonight, the Usos are barred from ringside come the Rumble. Roman looks like he doesn't exactly want to accept this, but the Usos are like, no, we're good. We got this. So we're, we're fine. You don't have any friends here on SmackDown, so there's there's no chance of you winning. And Seth's like, well, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't really have any friends here. However, Kevin Owens' music hits. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I love Rumble season because this is when you get people from Raw that come to SmackDown. And I'm assuming next week with the Go Home show that people from SmackDown are going to show up on Raw. So KO comes out and says, I will be your tag team partner. Well, because, you know, they're best friends now. So we have our main event and the stakes are very high because Roman says, all right, before we truly accept all of this, I want to up the ante here. Roman says that if Seth and Kevin Owens do not win tonight, that Seth forfeits his championship opportunity so Roman Reigns then can go on a vacation until WrestleMania. Seth does accept. Now, I think the most surprising thing here is that before the challenge was issued by Seth, he was talking about how the video package basically said that all it did was prove that Roman needed help the entire way. Seth, like, much like how Mox and me did the same for you in The Shield. And let me tell you, <laughs> the internet was quite happy hearing Moxley's name, myself included. So very interesting that Mox's name was uttered on WWE television. Not only that, Pat McAfee mentioned it a little bit later. And WWE on Fox even tweeted it. So this whole forbidden door thing, <laughs> it's quite interesting. So that's our main event. And we shift things right over to a rematch from last week. We had a few of those tonight uh, from last week. It was Mad Cat Moss taking, uh, with Baron Corbin, or Happy Corbin, taking on Kofi Kingston. And Kofi had himself a friend as well his former wwe champion big e so the other half or the other third of new day has arrived um, with of course the king being at home nursing his injury big e here to help out because it's royal rumble season so like i said previously raw finds a, finds their way over to smackdown this was a, a real good match. It's it's really nice to see Madcap Moss actually be able to showcase what he can do in the ring. I know a lot of people are upset at the fact that he even still has a job, um, but I'm not one of them. I'm, I'm happy that he's here. I'm happy that he's able to showcase what he can do in the ring. Um, I, they also made a very interesting note that since Baron has become Happy Corbin, he is yet to be pinned nor submitted. So that's pretty good. Pretty happy with that. However, though, in this match, Kofi gets that trouble in paradise and uh, things are looking good for the new day. Not so much for Happy and Madcap. We then move on to yet another rematch like I had mentioned, uh, was Natalia 
versus Aaliyah. And we had Summer Ray in the audience tonight. Obviously, if you've been paying attention to Twitter, uh, wrestling Twitter especially, uh, Natalia and Summer Ray have been going back and forth constantly over the last week, um, just dating back to when they were having issues with one one another, not only backstage, but on Total Divas. And the continuity of it all was 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 pretty good. Now, she didn't get involved in the match at all. She was just there. The only, you know, tied into was that she was there during that match. Um, the match did last longer than three, three, you know, three point one seven seconds. Uh, but Natalia got herself disqualified for not listening to the ref's count as she was kicking Aaliyah in the corner. So gets herself DQ'd. Aaliyah now is undefeated in her singles and tag team record. So and she's got three wins over Natalia, two of them in singles competition. That's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with that for, for Aaliyah. For someone who's been in NXT forever, now is getting her time to shine. And she's able to get victories. Uh, obviously, I know with the disqualification, Natalia's tried to continue to attack her after the match, which then set off our protector, Zaylee, from rushing out to the ring, attacking Natalia, chasing her away. So it looks like Zaya and Aaliyah are going to be close to one another for the time being, which is always good. Uh, again, I, I, <laughs> I would like to sing some praises for Pat McAfee. Now, this man, <laughs> this man busted out a Webster's Dictionary, slamming it on the commentary table. I'm surprised the commentary table didn't fall apart. That would have been, that would have made this even more hilarious. The whole big thing for WrestleMania this year in Dallas is that this is the biggest, this will be the most stupendous two-day event, you know, in wrestling, you know, WrestleMania history. Now, for some reason, people th- must think stupendous is a, is, is, is a catchphrase, you know, a, a buzzword this year. Um, but I haven't really heard that word used for quite some time. But apparently WWE thinks it's cool. A lot of people have already considered it. Um, they've changed it to the, t- <laughs> the most stupid two-day event in, in wrestling history. So, you know, obviously that already happened. But Pat McAfee literally named off every single synonym for stupendous, uh, literally reading the dictionary for the definition and you can just see Michael Cole like slowly falling apart and laughing. And it's <laughs> the two of them together are probably some of the best stuff. Uh, obviously, Michael Cole, he's been the voice of WWE for quite some time now. And McAfee still being relatively new. And him and Cole just work so well together. It's such a contrast of styles. But they fit one another so beautifully. And the fact that that Pat McAfee can make Cole break and just start laughing his ass off. It's just it's it's great. <laughs> After that, we had Los Lotharios taking on the Viking Raiders. 
But the Viking Raiders continuing their winning ways after becoming the number one contenders for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. They get the big victory. I will say, though, that Viking experience finishing move is probably one of the smoothest moves, that, especially done by bigger gentlemen. It, it It's crazy. Uh, so Viking Raiders still continuing to look strong as they go forward. Eventually, we'll be getting that tag team championship match. After that, uh, it was Naomi taking on Charlotte Flair and her redemption match. It was a championship contenders match. Uh, this was set in motion by Adam Pierce last week after Sonia had been getting involved and causing multiple rule changes in their first match, which eventually caused Charlotte to get the win. So this was supposed to be her redemption, her her chance again to challenge for the title. But naturally, of course, Sony Sony Deville gets involved yet again, takes the referee's shirt from uh, Charles Robinson and becomes the special guest ref for this match. Now, as you can tell, this is not going to go well, and it doesn't. Naomi ends up getting screwed again. Uh, Charlotte barely strapping in the figure four. Going into the figure eight, and Sonya immediately calls for the bell. Naomi never tapped. It was just, well, you're screwed. Sorry. <laughs> this does, however, lead to something a little bit better uh, for her going forward. Uh, Adam Pierce said that what Sonya did was clearly a use of, you know, an abuse of power, and he'll be contacting, you know, higher up management to get a match going for Naomi and Sonia so that they could finally separate this whole thing and you know it could be over and done with and of course while he's doing that he's talking with Eric Bischoff who randomly happens to show up on Raw um I I love the fact that he does stuff on Raw on Smackdown anywhere in WWE NXT as well and then randomly shows up in AEW. Eric Bischoff is 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 used everywhere. He he follows the money. That's how it should be. <laughs> um, so that one moment that I was talking about earlier where the crowd was kind of like, meh, was during this next segment. It was Sami Zayn coming out to doing his insane moments while he's trying to one up Johnny Knoxville um stuff that he's done in Jackass. Now, Sammy decides that he wants to shock himself um, going off of something that Johnny Knoxville had done, I believe, in their one of the first episodes of Jackass. So he's zapping himself, and there's like this terrible sound effect during the zaps. And I'm just like, what in God's name is this? <laughs> so at this point, you can tell. Sammy's kind of, he's lost the crowd. Crowd's not paying attention. Then Johnny Knoxville's music hits. Johnny comes out. He grabs that taser or whatever, the electric shock, whatever it was from Sammy. Looks at it and goes, all right, well, this is real, but the problem is it's turned off. (laughs) So let's change that. So he turns it on. Sammy's like trying to like back away. Johnny zaps him. 
drops Sammy immediately. Crowd's like exploded at this point. And then he picks up Sammy one more time and throws him over the top rope just to add extra insult to injury. So for the Rumble next week, I can guarantee that this is going to be a lot of fun uh, watching this happen. I know that Sammy's going to eventually get eliminated by Johnny and or vice versa, maybe vice versa. And then Sammy gets eliminated directly afterwards. Um, Also, I do want to point out that Sammy did sign an extension with WWE. It is a multi-year deal. So he, like Kevin Owens, will be remaining with the company. And I think that this is a very good thing for WWE. It's obviously best for them because they clearly seem to be having some fun doing what they're doing. So we'll take it. After that, it was another rematch as Ricochet took on Sheamus with a returning Ridge Holland. Um, This match full of highlights. Uh, I, I love the fact that they're actually kind of allowing Ricochet to do some of the nut crazy things that he does, but Sheamus clearly too much in this match. So here's the, the ending like last like 30 seconds. So Sheamus gets tossed to the outside. Um, and Ricochet goes to do his suicidas flying through the middle ropes and Sheamus drops him with a knee, then throws him in the ring, hits a broke <laughs> bro kick and gets the win. Like, me explaining this is is a terrible way of it doesn't do it justice at all it was just so beautifully done and i swear they're not giving Seamus the the kudos that this man deserves he has been on fire since the pandemic started throughout the thunderdome era he's been easily one of the top five in the in the company and he really needs to start challenging for some titles here. I know he's trying to bring Ridge up, and that's all good and fine. But this man deserves a shot at a title. So that's just my hopes. We then uh, had another surprise entrant. Um, so we have Nakamura and Rick Boogs in the back, and they're just jamming away. And then all of a sudden, they've run into not on, none other than Jeff Jarrett himself. Now, for those of you who do watch, Jeff Jarrett will actually be competing tomorrow, actually tonight, if if you're watching this on Saturday, for GCW. So, again, it's a bit of a surprise that he showed up tonight. Um, So, again, we're just just talking all about these forbidden doors today. (laughs) So... They had themselves a little moment there, and then we shifted gears and went to our main event. It was that tag team match between Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins versus the Usos. And again, if the Usos win, Seth no longer challenges for the universal title. And if Seth and KO win, the Usos are banned from ringside. And this match was a lot of fun to watch. But of course, in all WWEs, we never get a clean finish. So Seth is seconds away from getting the victory. And Roman comes from the back. Superman punches Seth, causing the disqualification, which does now mean that the Usos will be barred from ringside. So it will be a legitimate one-on-one matchup between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. I, I don't know who's going to win this match. 
that's the crazy thing. So I'm hoping that the go home shows next week will help clear up that picture. But as of right now, no idea. And that's actually a lot of fun. That that makes that makes next Saturday a lot more entertaining. But that was the show tonight, guys. Um, like I said, pretty damn good. I'm looking forward to the go home shows next week to see what happens. Um, but yeah, if you guys, uh, if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube as, as Above the Ring as well. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. Uh, if you're listening to one that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop sh- podcast shopping. And add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. Uh, and if you want to follow me personally, you can find me pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream. Um, most importantly, though, guys, thank you once again for listening. We always do appreciate you. Let us know uh, your picks for the Rumble, um, your you know your top couple for the men's, for the women's. Let us know. Most importantly, though, guys, do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.